Hello, 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 and welcome back to yet another episode of Electricpreneur Secrets, the electrician's podcast, where me and my partner, Joe, my esteemed co-host, we go live five days a week to help you master your sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. Today is no exception. We've got a great episode getting near the end of this million dollar launch series that we've been working hard through with you. And welcome today this happy Monday to another freemium daily coach call. The cost for admission, nothing, man. Sit back, throw in the headphones, turn us on your Bluetooth, turn us up, promise to uh, to hear all these actions we're giving you and to take action with it, report mm-hmm. the wins back to us, let us know how it's going so we know how well it's working for you in this launch series. Today is all about turning up the taps now, Joe, getting more lead flow now that we've, assuming from the last episode, found our installer that we were looking for, looking to crank this up a little bit, brother. What do you say? I'm so down. And I think this is actually perfect timing because I'm sure in the last episode, people are like, all right, yeah, I hired the installer that wherever they came from, I've got them. But the immediate next thought is unless you have a systematized and consistent sales process, Usually it's like, well, where's the more, where are they going to come from? Where, how am I feeding this person now? Am I taking a cut? What happens? So I think it's perfect time that we bring this up. Awesome, man. And it's funny because we were just doing our Monday class inside the group on the inside track, of course. And this actually naturally organically came up today. And I even said after a passionate bit of a speech around, it was like, uh, we're not talking about marketing on the podcast today. And I forgot it was time to talk about marketing again. And here we are. Yep. A little bit funny, man, but nonetheless, means I've got some in the tank already for this one. So if you don't mind, can I kick this off? Floor is yours, man. I can't wait to hear it. All right. We already went through in the beginning of this series, our organic impacts, the stuff we're looking to do just from leveraging our networks, making the most of our Facebook cheat sheet that we give away for free. If you haven't got that yet and you're following us live with us on the on the Facebook group, just comment Facebook cheat sheet. We'll send that over to you. Okay, that was first and foremost, our big activity early on to keep our lead flow coming in and building this up and getting a sales process dialed in. Then we came to this point of, hey, recognizing it's time. We've got this figured out. We're seeing great results. We need to get an installer happening. We've got lead multipliers running the Good Neighbor program, making sure to get reviews out of, you know, hopefully 70, 80% of those jobs just by asking. Mm -hmm. But the only way we're going to be able to hit this million dollars and be sustainable is if we don't have to do everything ourselves. And let me ask you a question, Joe. What's harder to find? Uh, a licensed electrician or a licensed electrician that knows and is dialed in on our sales process, service process rather at this point. You know, the funny thing was, is I was wondering what your second and or was going to be. Cause it's like finding a licensed electrician. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, finding an electrician who knows his stuff and his customer service dialed in and on mission. Yeah, that's really hard. So the logic would be, I'd rather hire based on the character and teach the skill because I would rather someone who's dialed in emotionally and can serve my client than someone who's just like, I know the tools, but don't talk me in front of people. Yeah, huge values alignment. And we we addressed some of that last time. And yeah. so now we're going into this place of, okay, we faced a fear to hire this person. We had to look fear dead in the eyes. And that fear for most of us is, well, this is another family I've got to feed. Yeah. Can we keep them busy? And most of us struggle with this because to date, 
or to this point or to this challenge, if you haven't grown past this point yet, or you're looking forward to this challenge, it's like you can only get so busy with just you. Yeah. And we're unable to see all the opportunities that would open if we just increased leverage over our own ability to connect with people. More conversations equals more work, as we say, Mm -hmm. and leverage ourselves and our strengths as the sales and service specialist in our own business. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it actually was interesting how a lot of people broke this up and they were saying the same thing about the CSR. Like, well, how will I support this CSR? How will I find time for them? How will I give them things to do? And yet by the end of the episode, we're like, this is actually a position that makes you money. This is a position that takes load off of you. You can do less. So for that same person that's like, well, how did I pay for them? We're paying for the installer the same way. Find a way to position this to where they're actually not only making you money, but increasing the experience your customer can receive that you don't have to always have the physical touch on. That's how we're going to be able to scale it. Sorry if I cut you off for a moment, but it was right on point. It's valid, man. Yeah, you're 100%. And of course, we're not trying to capture every nook and cranny in this series. We couldn't. That would Mm -hmm. take us all year to go with you day by day by day. But of course, we're also implying that with this installer, we've got a second van now a unit that they can run. And basically what we've got to do is a couple of things. We've got to train them, set a training schedule, which is something we didn't cover entirely and we'll have more depth on in the series. But we've also got to then, as per the subject of this episode, be able to turn up the taps, be able to get more leads on demand. And this is where another tool comes in, a value piece that we give away for free. And that is our service leads now list. If we went down this list, it's going to address some other things outside of just organics. We haven't yet cooked up our Google LSA. Mm-hmm. And this takes a little bit of work when you're just starting out. Google actually needs you to have some experience as a business. I believe it's still a year. They want you to be in business to get Google verified or Google guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you could sign up for those local service ads, the LSA as we call it. And one of the things that we see great success with in our group is actually turning that up beyond a budget that you're comfortable with. Correct. You could set that for thousands of dollars a week. And you might be thinking, gosh, I'm not paying 10 grand a month for LSA. But they'll never give you as many leads as you think you can handle at that thousands a week. Because they're still sharing it with other competitors. They're still sharing it in the market. And people aren't always choosing you. They're not always calling you. So that's just one way that we can really turn up the taps. And you might all of a sudden go, holy cow. Now we've got organic. Now we make the most of every lead. And we're starting to leverage paid marketing. LSA Mm -hmm. is probably the first place I would go, assuming we have that website in place too. That makes sense for you, Jeff? Yeah, no, I would agree with that a lot. And, you know, it's, I really think we need to stress that the fear that someone might be carrying about turning up this valve, I want to stress that it's a valve. It literally is something that you can have a hand on the entire time and say, you know, if leads are getting scarce, I open it up all the way, full throttle, get everything my way. Oh, wait, I've got too much work, dial it down. It's not something that you have to set once and then walk away from you could be as on touch to this as you possibly could want to be. So if you want to set it and forget it, fine. But you have the ability of ratcheting it up or down, which I think would help if you're worried about not being able to afford it. Definitely. And as we talk about the website and the LSA, there, there's some 
I think there's some hidden values here that we embrace that many others don't. Mm -hmm. Remember, again, we started organically, which means we're really good at knowing why and what exactly we're doing, Mm -hmm. right? We're serving people in generator. We're serving people in home services and everything in between that creates great A, options and Mm -hmm. an incredible amount of choice for our customers, more so than they're used to from any other provider because we're holding to the, the STYO, sticking to our offer because we're offering six options every time and because any choice is a great choice. So wouldn't it make sense to have our marketing match that? Mm -hmm. That's what I love about how we conduct business and how we go down this road. So in our website, we actually spend a little more time in the about us, in the values, in that vision for your community, in that why, right? What's in it for us? Everyone's, everyone is asking that. Everyone Mm -hmm. wants to know what's in it for you. Shouldn't we just share that with them? Shouldn't we have that up front as part of our story? Because let's talk about how someone experienced our brand. And sorry, did you want to jump in there, man? I'm I'm monologuing a little bit today. No, no, it's all good. It's just really, I feel like the why is paramount because when people are asking what's in it for you, like I've been that guy before where I'm asking pride, like, well, why do you care? Why are you so interested in educating the community? And really could just be along the lines of, well, you know what? I've seen a lot of work and I do great work and I'm not comfortable with what I'm seeing. And I just wanted to advocate so that people don't have to experience the same kind of work. Was that wrong of me to want to make sure you could experience something better? And just having that why prepared in the holster, ready to draw is super helpful because if you have to question why, when the question comes up, like, huh, that's a good question. I hadn't thought about why I'm doing it. You're not going to be received very well. So keep your why close to you. 100%, man. It it reminds me and ties directly back to that value price objection and refusing Mm -hmm. to ever cut corners on that reliability, quality, or safety or or service for that matter, serving at the highest level, right? So all of this stuff adds up to your unique, marketers call this USP, your unique sales positioning, but we're changing that unique service position. Yep. I was just going to call it service at the highest level. No, we legitimately care. There's so many places within this process that we won't even accept a sale if they're feeling pushed, if they're feeling rushed, if they're feeling Mm. like I'm just doing this because you recommended it. Those are not the right reasons to buy from us. Mm -hmm. So important. So just in this experience of how people um, or in this journey of how people experience you, I think it's important to note. Right. If someone's grabbing their phone and they're searching electrician near me. Okay. That's not a specific term. That assumes they already know they need an electrician. They've got an electrical problem in their house. They're going to search electrician near me. Well, at that case, if you're not familiar with local service ads, Google, and they're on Google searching that, then what comes up is going to be your paid LSA, the paid local service ads. If we paid for that, that's where we could be on that type of search. But what's the next thing people naturally look when they're seeing the list of potential candidates to help them? A lot of times they're looking at do I recognize any of these names? What are the reviews? What do people have said? Are there anyone else? I usually, when I would look up something, but then I'm also going to ask in the groups hey, does anyone know anyone? So, yeah, the LSA is going to dial up when they don't ask. But when they do ask, that's where our organic marketing already has the position. So we're just by adding the LSA, we've captured another part of the market that was currently untouched. 
Definitely. And you nailed it when you said like the reviews. Well, we addressed that, right? With our lead multipliers. So the reviews are going to be mm -hmm. up. We've got the Google guaranteed at this point. But also at that last place, if reviews check out, um, you're on the list. The next place they're going to click is, well, is, is it near me on the map? And what is their website? Mm. Remember earlier I said our website's a bit more about us than your usual. And I've done this this uh, little bit of market research with many of our clients. And sometimes you'll see the craziest about us page. Like an owner all dressed Guido at the ball with the princess wearing, you know, strings for a dress. And he's mm -hmm. got, you know, $100,000 of jewelry on it looks like. And it almost looks more like a rap video than an electrician or service electric. You know what I mean? Like we get yeah. on the crazy end of this or... The other thing we see is, well, stock photos. No picture of the actual owner, the person who's made this service commitment. No tie to their why. And both of those, in my opinion, are massive misses because right. people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So shouldn't we be building trust there too? I would agree 100%. You know, and just speaking back to the individual you know what? I would rather go with someone and say, I can see this person in my home. So showcasing the person you are, what you look like, what your uniform is like, and as well as what your motivating factors are, what makes you you, that I feel acts a lot more than I have a pretty van and here's a stock photo of my van outside someone's home. I'd rather hear something like, this is who the person is who I'm doing business with. And here's what people have to say about them. Definitely, man. So LSA is one angle. Uh, another one, electricians encounter often, and we discussed this earlier too, it's a big marketing piece. A lot of leverage in this for a lot of marketers is SEO because mm -hmm. it's ongoing monthly recurring revenue for them where they're going to tie in a bunch of efforts to make sure that you've got the most, the best and most unique use of value providing keywords on your site. That's kind of how Google algorithm ranks those. But that's an ongoing effort because other people are doing the same. Mm -hmm. and those keywords are direct re reflection of the market and what they're searching. So it's constantly trying to meet the market with its searches and outdo the competitors, which, of course, is a long-term investment strategy. It's something that's laborious, and we have mm -hmm. to just go and go and go with it. So for that reason, LSA, I feel, gives us a little more control at a good value. But mm -hmm. then the SEO is one of the other things we consider as well as then you can go into Google pay-per-click ads. Now, the advantage with the pay-per-click SEOs is we're actually focusing more on keywords, not just electrician near me. Correct. Nonetheless, guys, we are not, we are not going beyond the LSA and managing that on our own. It's, that didn't forget. It's, it's far too big of an effort. That's where we're going to delegate. But by leaving that, here's the important thing. And maybe this is how we wrap up before the action items. Keep in mind, we went from organics first. We gained enough control in our market and grew through that to do as much as we possibly could. Just like Dan's interview, he hadn't spent on any of these items yet. Just the website. That was it. Mm -hmm. Everything else was organic and referrals in that community. For that reason, what's the amount of confidence in a company like Dan's or ours as we've designed it that we mm -hmm. can turn up the taps and scale it up when we do put money into the marketing tab? It's significantly higher because it's like, it's when people put all their money into things they can't control, 
then it's really just I got to keep putting the crank and turning and hoping that the result produces. But when you're the one who's like, I'm the guy who actually gets the result. Now, instead of you having to bail something after the fact, this can now support your endeavors, just giving you that extra level of control, which I think is really, really cool. Definitely. I agree 100%. And this episode definitely would not be complete without saying this. If you measure it, you can manage it. Please, please, please do not fall victim when going to a marketing agency. Do not fall victim of falling short on the KPI, those key performance indicators. You can measure it too because you're the one taking the calls. You're the one seeing the call through. If marketing dollars are not turning into a good return on, as they would say, ad spend, ROAS, then don't do it. Then pull out and re reassess that situation and reinvest, at least question your provider. We would. I absolutely will not invest blindly. That's why we took control in the first place. That's why we believe in this and our heart, our mission, wearing our hearts on our sleeves. And that's why the organic started. And then we're going to turn up the taps as needed. Now, if you're following along with us down that service leads now, you're also still going to come across lead aggregators. Which if you remember back to Dorian's interview, that was something we put on his list to do to fill his schedule. Also, to improve his value price objections. Because what's Mm -hmm. everyone know about lead aggregators? Well, they're shitty leads, they're tire kickers, they're this, that, and the other. But that's a generalist statement. There are sales in there too. And yeah. So long as your ROAS is good, wouldn't we keep going there? And if it's like a training ground for us to improve our delivery, wouldn't we keep going there too? Yeah. A lot of times, you know, I would go to and use things like, you know, Angie's leads and things like that. And other people were like, well, no, that's not a good one because it's only tire kickers. But you know what? You're right. You do find you get to train on certain price objections. But at the same time, it's no different than why are you profiling the customer at the door? Why not simply say they put their hand up for a service? Wouldn't you want to go to their home, serve them in person, learn about their why, and then solve it? No different. Just a different platform to get in the door. I agree, man. I couldn't agree more, actually. We're getting a bit long in this one. But if you guys, last call out here, if you haven't received the service leads now, you can type that in the chat as well on the Facebook Live that we're in here now or anywhere in the community group, really, for that matter. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast service, you can just go to our group, Electricpreneur Secrets, or our website at serviceloopelectrical.com. Fill out a contact form. You could say either service leads now or Facebook cheat sheet. We'll send that over to you as well, just to help you guys out with your own endeavor. Otherwise, Joe, I am 100% confident that we've got more than enough leads. And with that action checklist, we're going to have something to do every day, whether we're making sales Mm -hmm. or making conversation with the next person who might be buying. I'm so down with this. And I agree with you 100%. So let's take out some action items. Do you want basic or do you want all-star? I'll take all-star. Okay. So the basic action in this particular endeavor is I would say, if anything, consistency. Because we've only started dialing up LSA and SEO after doing organic marketing. So the first step is then, I would say, are you doing the thing every day? Are you consistently with your posts? Are you adding your friends? Are you growing the way you need to be? Because why add to something more if you're not already doing the thing you were supposed to do from the very beginning? 
dude, I'm glad I gave you basic because that is fire. And I think I would have overlooked that. You got to do the basic thing. You have to have a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. We said this earlier in class and I'll say it again here. Those are missed opportunities. Every mm-hmm. post you don't do, every new friend you don't add, every uh, group engagement you don't do, those are missed opportunities. You've got to leverage this stuff because they're going to add up for you. And so at All Star, just become simple. Make sure actually that you're congruent, that that why is going to loop through, just like our loop method, taking care of this repeat sustainable business. You don't want people to ever find you different on your website than they do on your mm-hmm. Facebook or on your ads different than they find you throughout the rest or worse in person, finding that you're yeah. different than you marketed. So make sure to have that wide down, make sure to understand that we're serving at the highest level here. And that's what's paving the way for the future, right? Every choice is a great choice. So long as they choose you. Agreed. hundred percent. Okay, this has been another episode. We've got more in the tank here this week for you guys to help you master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Truly a pleasure. See you all soon.